Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Hello, friends. We're back again. It's Fightful.com, and it is time for your TNA Impact Post Show. It's February 15, 2024. I am at Joel Pearl, and of course, with me, as always, the wonderful, the beautiful, the fantastic, the talented Cresta Star joins me. How are you, Cresta? I'm doing great. We had an amazing show of TNA. Okay, not amazing, but it was a show of TNA, and I thoroughly enjoyed professional wrestling this evening. There were some times I wish that the professional wrestling was more wrestling and less professional, but, you know, here we are. How are you doing this evening, Joe? What do you think of the show? Listen, the show was was inoffensive. I think, yeah. it, was, I think it was what it was. It was, it was the middle of a two-night taping show. That's really what it felt like. It's not a bad thing. That's yeah. just kind of what happens when you're taping wrestling and you got to figure out what you're doing, what your storytelling is. And you're splicing in backstagers and little interviews and PCO just yelling, con, no surrender. And you're just like, all right, it's one way to get a match. I mean, honestly, there was a lot in here that introduced new characters. Every match I feel like had a theme, especially the first one. Frankie Kazarian just likes to swear. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. I don't, he's, I don't know. He's a bad guy now. That's what you do. You swear. Okay. That's right. Got like, it. Like boys to men, I swear. Hey, so that's that's not boys to men. I know. This is not good. <laughs> I had to think about like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> I just brought that back. We did this once before. Anyway, folks, if you haven't already, leave a thumbs up on the video. And of course, you can uh, subscribe to your YouTube.com slash Fightful. I dropped an interview with Steve Macklin today. A uh, very fun one. We had a really good chat. Believe it or not, Steve Macklin and I uh, had, a, had, a, had a very good chat. We got along just fine. Nobody assaulted the other. Unlike Macklin in Puerto Rico, this was, this was Pearl and Macklin in Vegas in a hotel room. Nobody went through the window. We're all good. So go check that out, youtube.com slash Fightful, or on any podcast feed that you listen to when it's Fightful, leave a five-star review there. That's going to get you into different contests we run as well. And of course, it's just nice. Be nice. Leave that five-star review on any of the pod platforms. Would you okay? We'll talk about Fightful Select later. You can drop a super chat, any amount, get your question or statement read on the air, or you can head over to humperchats.com. Crest tell them. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you can take your thumbs or your pointed fingers or all 10 of your fingers if you are good at typing and head on over to humperchats.com. There you will input your question or your comments as hell. Joel Pearl or Crest the Star. Hey, I like TNA. What did you guys think about Moose yeeting Kushida around? Any dollar amount gets your comment or question read live. But we get to keep just a little bit more of the portion of the proceeds. We're happy. The Decepticons are happy. Sean Ross Sapp is happy. Humperchats.com. Do it now. 
Ah, get to the chopper. All right, let's get to the impact zone. Jake something takes on Frankie Kazarian. This match was fun. Again, going with the inoffensive theme of the night. Uh, they made Jake something look good despite the loss. Frankie Kazarian does win with a roll-up. He grabbed the bottom rope as he did it. He had whipped Jake something off the top rope, which was really good stuff. But Jake something throughout the entire match was just a powerhouse, and Frankie sold like hell for him. This was good stuff. What do you think of Jake something and Frankie Kazarian in the opening contest? Don't mind it. The theme of this match was you son of a beep. I don't want us to get demonetized. But every time there was a little bit quiet, all you heard was Frankie Kazarian, you son of a beep. You said like, yo, <laughs> you healing it up, but it's giving. It's giving uncle from the 80s. I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but it's kind of funny. This match was really good for Jake something. I do agree in that sense that he looked really beefy and strong. I also want to give Cass his flowers because he did a floating leg drop onto Jake something that just looked like he... Literally, like he was floating. He got such great hang time because Jake something was like in the middle of the ring for all of that. Um, Eric Young creeping in the background is kind of becoming my favorite thing in TNA. I mean, he does elaborate it, elaborate on it later in another background thing yet. But this was this was a good match. It was a solid match, like you said, inoffensive. But Eric Young just being a creep, I want him to keep this up. I don't think it's gonna happen because he wants to do it man to man. But I, I kind of want him to just be like. I've had it. I'm going to stalk you. <laughs> EY is going to be face to face with Frankie Kazarian. That was the backstager after they go back from the curtain. And EY just saying, you know, I've, I've listened to Frankie Kazarian talk about why he did what he did. And I understand what he did, but I want him to do this man to man because we're going to settle it man to man. So next week, face to face in the ring, Eric Young, Frankie Kazarian. Looking forward to that. And of course, there's going to be a match that comes out of this. And that's a good match to watch. So uh, we'll get there. But for the match itself, Right at the top, man, Jake something just whipping Frankie Kazarian so wow. hard that Kazarian flips over the ring and over the ropes and out of the ring. I love that. Again, it's those little things. You talk about the crowd. This is one thing that kind of bugs me about the post-production with Impact and TNA. I, and I've, I've been there. I've seen it. I've experienced it. The crowd isn't always hot. It's like it's, it really depends on the match. It depends on yeah. just the, who's in it and what the heat's like and what happened before or after. Uh, when you're in a position like this, I really wish that they would have some sort of extra crowd noise, just some some chatter, some something. It doesn't have to be like over the top, like what WWE sometimes does and they sweeten up the crowd. No, just like some just some baseline something, some chatter. So that doesn't sound like an empty room where these people are bumping and yeah. trying to get the crowd going. Like you said, Kazarian was just swearing and yelling, trying to elicit any reaction. Yeah, like, that's totally understandable that's totally part of the gig but i wish that in post they would kind of help them out a little bit and not make it sound like you're in an empty room because we left that studio after you know after the restrictions on covid were lifted and we were back on the road so it's it's maybe time to start moving forward with the audio production not you suggesting tna cook the books that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you're doing software integration into your product, you may as well software some some audio fixes here and there. I respect it. Do what you got to do to get in where you fit. It's not like you'd be out of place. Just, you know, I don't know. I yeah, get what you're saying, though. I get what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not saying you have to, like, pipe in the hottest crowd ever. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> just this, this. It's called the 2K crowd because that's what WWE does is that they take the crowd noises that they put in the 2K games. It's just ambient noise. It's just mm -hmm. the, if you go to any sporting event, people aren't just cheering; they're talking. They're 
Yeah. It's just the sound of the game. I want that sound of the game to be included into the show. Otherwise, it just sounds empty. Yeah. Sometimes when you're a noise canceling, cancels too much noise, please. (laughs) That's it. it. Uh, So, yeah. So, Eric Young and Frankie are next week. They're going to be face-to-face. Jordan Grace takes on Savannah Evans. It's a pretty quick match, but uh, I, I don't hate it. Jordan Grace getting the best of Savannah Evans. Uh, Evans just keeps getting distracted throughout the whole thing. And eventually she's talking trash to Giselle. Giselle Shaw. Easy for me to say. (laughs) Talking trash to Giselle Shaw, who is on the outside. Grace hits Evans with a muscle buster, gets the win. Post-match, Giselle beats up Grace and Savannah Evans with that big red X, hits the denouement on Jordan Grace, and then raises up the knockouts championship and the big red X. What do you think about this? I got one other thing to add, but I'll let you take over and talk about this match. This match between Jordan Grace and Savannah Evans was what I like to call a Big E special. I don't want no 30-minute classic. I don't want no red results. I want two big meaty women slapping me. And that's exactly what I got. Savannah Evans and Jordan Grace was working stiff. And this was like, what, seven? six minutes or something like that and it was like me it was a meat match this was it was all meat no potatoes no gravy just meat uh when the finish when savannah evans turns to giselle shaw and says if i win i'm in it right i wrote in my notes you fucked up <laughs> what it was <laughs> because jordan grace she even though she is quote unquote small, she's so strong, bro. And she put her in a muscle buster, not a kind of muscle buster, not a I don't know if I can get you. You are a you are a backpack. And she I would not want to fight Jordan. You couldn't pay me to fight Jordan Grace. I'm taking the finger poke of doom. That was such a it was a good match for me. It wasn't there's nothing wrong with it, but that was a biggie special, baby. <laughs> yeah, you know what? And again, there's nothing wrong with going in and out in six minutes like that. Uh, I wanted to, to draw one attention for one moment. This was actually a good uh, a good fix that they had. You had Jordan Grace go for a moonsault and didn't really land it completely. They had a little, oh no, it was a sunset uh, sunset flip. She was trying to do that, get into a power bomb. And next thing you know, she, she kind of missed it and then she had to reposition. But instead of just trying to get her legs back from under her, she turns around and she kicks uh, Savannah Evans into the turnbuckle. And then does the knees to the back and then the basement elbow to the face and then the Vader bomb. And they turn that into a one count. I think that is the better way of pivoting when you've made a little, you know, a little technical error, Uh a good way to pivot instead of just trying to reach back to grab the legs. Instead, you just move forward, spin around, (laughs) kick her in the butt, and then she falls into the turnbuckle. I think that that little bit of just ring awareness and psychology, that stuff is cool to me. I wanted to shout that out because in the moment that can look really silly. But when you when you go back, you watch it, and you're like, no, I get that. That's why it should be there. It's good. No, I agree with you. Now that you've pointed that out, that is smart because oftentimes we do see people, if something happens where you don't quite get the move that you want, you'll just go right back for the move. And she's like, well, fuck it. Oh, I'm swearing a lot tonight. What's going on, Pirate Mouth Cresta? Um, it's like, heck it. We're just going to go, and we're just going to do something else. And it still looks smooth. It looked like, okay, to me, it's that's the tinge of realism in wrestling. That you can't that you can't you can't plan for that. But if you're good and you know your stuff, Savannah Evans was like, okay, I'm with it. And Jordan Grace was like, we're gonna pivot. And that's what's important. That was that's a really good call. Yeah, they made the right choice. It was it was good. I wanted to shout that out. Uh Ash Elegance is backstage with with Gia Miller, and then out comes our pal George Iceman, who is no longer just George Iceman. Now he's just a Corsair. Yeah, who is he? 
nobody knows except for everyone <laughs> and then he tells george he tells gia miller to hit the bricks <gasps> says that's a, that ash by elegance is a major announcement and uh next week she's gonna make her in-ring debut in tna and then the limo's waiting and they're gonna run off again inoffensive i know you're waiting for more from ash but at least we got something in in-house quote-unquote and not just a filmed vignette i was very happy to see george iceman <laughs> all right we'll talk about the match next week when it happens <laughs> don't expect too much it, it, i mean like it's not going to be like a 20 minute match it's a it's her debut it's gonna it's gonna be what it is it's gonna be a squash um yeah where will we get our intel now iceman's intel is is well so is bti but like what are we gonna do you're gonna get your intel from fightfulselect.com the best five dollars in the business do you want to know more about the tna scott demore situation no let's do this the letter from anthem to from the talent about scott demore is available on the free tier of fightfulselect.com the best five bucks in the business drew mcintyre's contract update you want some news over on fightfulselect.com best five bucks in the business aw news and notes grab city dropped a q a today as they do every other week tons of news and podcasts and content and srs does a q a there's tons of stuff over on fightfulselect.com the best five bucks in the business get your intel from our Iceman. we are the Iceman, the best group in the impact business not signed to impact that's right that's right. Call call me Anthony Sissioni. Sounds really bad when I say it. And call me Crystallis Markan Storafter. <laughs> Not even close to Italian. I just be making stuff up. I just I just say to quote Taz, you ask me questions that I try my best. <laughs> yeah. I'm just gonna I gotta be Joel Perleone now, I guess. I don't know. At least Somebody we're going to hire one of us one of these days. At least, <laughs> Y'all at, least, work. at least the VP is Canadian. I can do that. I mean, so is Scott. Anyway, sound check with Alan Angels and Simon Gotch. They still haven't fixed the backlighting. <laughs> Damn you, Alan Angels. Fix the backlighting on your show. Anyway, I really like this. This was really, you wanted to get some storytelling as to why Simon Gotch attacks Josh Alexander. This was it, and this is how you do it. And it's so simple and it's so effective. Five years ago, Gotch says, Josh Alexander overcomes a broken neck. He overcomes the ban that he had from going into the U.S. to work. He fought a match in front of Scott Demore at Destiny Wrestling here in Toronto in, in Mississauga. And the match was so good that Scott got up from the commentary table after the match and offered Josh an impact contract. The match was against Scott, was against, he was Simon Grimm at the time. But the match was against Simon Gotch. And Gotch said, like, this all happened because of me. I pushed you to your limit. I gave you the best match of your life. Your legacy is built on my bones and on my corpse. And I'm going to come up and I'm going to bite you because I'm a zombie. That was effectively what he said. Uh, and then Alexander kind of comes in through the door and he confronts Simon Gotch. That's the end of the segment. But I love, I love that they gave this match some, some background. Yeah. They make, they made it make sense. They, they rewarded you if you knew probably not going to find that match anywhere so i'm glad that they paid that they, that they brought in some footage but i'm glad that they brought this in and i'm glad that they talked about the history between these two and why this match matters what do you think of this segment uh the sign check with alan angels and simon gotch i thought that this was a very effective thing for alan angels one because 
last week it was very much mom said you got to do this little brother and now he's stirring the pot it's a very effective way to be an instigator and i like i like where this is going for alan angel so kudos to him because this is this is great for him now i am not familiar really with simon gotch and everything i've heard has been he's a great wrestler but a grumpy old man but i contain five grumpy old men in wrestling okay and two of them in her ftr <laughs> that being said this was great so i'm coming in with this with fresh eyes on simon gotch this to me provided the context of why you attacked him he made a very good point that you built your career off of the off of my dead body, bro. And everyone will remember you. Everyone will talk about you, but they don't talk about the other person that was in that match, me. And you went on to be one of the greatest impact world champions. And what did I get? Nothing, pretty much. Also, Simon Gotch, without a mustache, I thought that was EC3. I am so sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit shocking when you see the mustache. Going. Yeah, I was like, oh my goodness. Like, I don't know. That was that was that was definitely different. <laughs> yeah, that was good. I, again, I'm really happy that Simon Gotch got the chance to go in and do this, and it makes sense of it because otherwise mm-hmm. it was just like, oh, he's baddie of the week. It's just going to be some guy who makes up a reason why he wanted Josh Alexander. No, there is there is a history there. They're playing off of it, and the history does directly you know correlate to Josh Alexander's success. So this is good stuff. I'm looking forward to how they uh, they play this out because the two will face off and no surrender, which is mm-hmm. next. Friday, we will be doing a post show, whether or not that's with me and Cresta, we'll see, but we'll be doing one regardless, uh, probably here on, on youtube.com slash Fightful. GYV versus ABC, match number two out of three. Lance Storm put this match over heavily all week on social media. He basically implored everyone. He said, if you like wrestling, if you like tag team wrestling, you have to watch this match. And he was right because this second match was on par with the first i haven't decided if it's better than it but it definitely lived up to the hype we're now tied at one abc gets the win they do a lot of selling and a lot of working over ace austin's shoulder and arm gyv is doing a very classic style match again but i like where this went let's talk about it cresta what do you think of the match and uh talk to me about what you thought now I've heard it said that us as wrestling fans, we don't like to be surprised. So we think we know everything. And going into this, I'm like, there's no way the titles are going to change hands. So what's about to transpire here? And I was very sports entertained. (laughs) Zach Gibson is a jerk. (laughs) I got to say that. I got to say that. They're both jerks. I mean, yes, but the way that he was getting underneath Ace Austin's skin in the beginning of that match wouldn't even want it to wrestle Chris Bay. Like, get this man out of here. I don't want to speak to him. I want Ace Austin. You're so mad about your arms. And they were able to goad him into the ring and then beat him up essentially for the majority of the match. This The chemistry between these two off the charts. I thought I wanted the Rascals to take it off of ABC. I wouldn't mind seeing a ping pong situation between GYV and ABC just because I like ABC. But I, 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 if this ends up with GYV winning, well-deserved. This was such a good match. The, okay, I have this, but there's so many arrows, so I know it must have been good. Um, he dumps Drake on his messed up arm, finally hits a tag team to Bay for Chris. That's when Ace Austin got the hot tag because he dumped Zach Gibson on his bad arm because Ace Austin was ro- working with one arm from last week. Ace Austin was selling this match too. And it, this match was good. This match was good. This match is the kind of good where it's like, 
I'm I'm no wrestling expert, but this is one of those matches where I'm like, you could watch this and then watch your favorite tag team match right after and be sports entertained, and you'd be like, hmm, I could see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, this is this is a traditional tag match again. There's nothing wrong with that because it obviously plays out very well. You have GYV cutting off the ring again and completely controlling Ace Austin. They've injured Ace Austin. They're going after the arm. That is a baby face waiting to happen moment for Ace Austin. They build that up. They use that as a big selling point. Gets the hot tag to Chris Bay. Bay comes in House of Fire. Like, this is a very traditional match. There's one thing, one thing that really annoyed me, and that is the referee. Frank Gasno's the referee, and he's not really trying to get Gibson out of the ring at one point when he's uh-huh. clearly not the legal man. Gasno's just kind of standing there like, oh, okay, well, it's a double T. It's a two-on-one. They're basically going after, I think they're going after Bay at this point. It just didn't make sense. I like that Ace couldn't assist uh, Bay doing the Art of Finesse. And then that leads into the doomsday device from GYV for that near fall. And of course, Ace has to fight from underneath and get that fire back again. Bay stopping Gibson from hitting his part of grit your teeth. That gets into Ace getting a cradle on James Drake with the neck bridge because he's fancy. Gets the win. Tie game. This was, again, just classic. Good wrestling. Tag team stuff. I didn't hate it. I loved it. I'm becoming a fan of GYV. They are really good. They are such good crap talkers. They are under your skin the whole match. They're yelling at you to do something. You probably, they're like that kid when you play video games against and they're really good. And they're like, are you going to press the A button? Oh, I know you're, you're going to throw me. You're going to do that. Yo, shut up, bro. I'm like, I'm going to fight you in real life. Shut up. <laughs> so these guys are going to have a match for the, uh, for the TNA tag titles. At No Surrender, Grizzled Young Vets, ABC. It's tied to one. This is going to be a really, really fun match because so far, yeah. first two have been a lot of lot of fun. So we're looking forward to that next Friday. Uh, let's move on. Dango. Oh, my God. This is... What a pretentious... <laughs> That's a trick. I loved it. <laughs> this is so, is so stupid, but so perfect. He's like, uh, looking back, I probably wouldn't have gone to uh, Killer Kowalski School. I would have gone to the Dale Earnhardt Jr. School of Pro stock car racing <laughs> he calls will osprey will ostrich says speedball mike alexander mentions a five-star match that they had and of course alexander and speedball individually both had five-star matches with will osprey <laughs> he's like my dad <laughs> my dad doesn't know who these guys are but he knows who scott norton is and i'm like as we all should and he says this is this this is the most truthful thing dirty dango has ever said in his entire time with tna probably ever he said you want to know what a main event will be anywhere in the world oleg prudius and scott flash norton and i was like sign me up you want big meaty men slapping me that's the match you want to see i'm already interested you said meat (laughs) yes oleg prudius you already know who he is do you know who scott norton is are you familiar with scott norton i do not know who scott norton is i know who graham norton is so scott norton not graham norton he's much smaller and much more british scott norton scott flash norton was was a the man in wcw he was this big hulking mother you know what he was part of the nwo he was known as like the most badass guy and then he goes to japan equally most badass guy that's a match i want to see big meat man scott norton and no leg prudius i love a good meat match i'm i'm sad i'm watching I'm, I'm already interested sign me up let's do it i want that more than anything he says he turns around he's like where's the panda energy car and i'm like no 
Uh, just taking this shots. This man today. was the worst. I don't like why. Why do you hate professional? Like I said, why do you hate professional wrestling so much in the beginning? Like, like why? Like, do you even like wrestling, bro? Like, well, now him and Prudius are going to be a tag team, and I don't hate it. And he's like, so call call the number on the screen. We're going to flash a number on the screen, and there's no number. <laughs> he's just like, well, we'll beat up anyone. We're going to sign up to wrestle us. And no, his not whole- anyone. Prudius. Only people from wrestling schools under their first year. Yes. <laughs> Dango just being the worst piece of shit. I loved it. That's this is PKO work. This is, this is the kind of stuff you uh <laughs> you go to school and study. <laughs> give me, I swear, just give me Prudius and Norton. Just give me Scott. Just give me Scott Flash Norton. Bring him back. Just one. He can go. He can get beat up. He could beat somebody up. Let's go one more time. Let's go. Speaking of which, Ali is back. Well, he's not backstage. He sent in a video. Uh, he's basically saying leadership is uh, needed most in great change. And he says, I can be the leader that can take the X division into the future. I'll revitalize it. In Ali, we trust. Yada, yada, yada. Good segment. Ali's coming. No surrender. It's going to be him and Chris Saban for the X division championship. And then the good hands, they put over Ali and they pledge their support alongside these guys. Yikes. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I say yikes. That's the answer I had. That's the answer I had. These these aren't the type of people who would typically uh be be supporting Ali in my in my eyes. Uh, do, Come on do, now, it's the irony for me. That's true. I mean the, the guy in the back in the black TNA shirt, he probably would he, he, he'd like Ali. I that. mean, this this gimmick by Ali is just I love a good on the nose irony. I, I I do, I do, I do. And this is this is so on the nose. You could call it Willy Wonka or Bozo the Cloud. It's it's, it's I'm here for it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with better help. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Either way, this is good. The good hands are just being shit talkers. And uh, Saban is off screen. They turn around. He's right there. And he gets pissed off. He takes it off on another Ali supporter. And they're like, he's cracking under the pressure. He's cracking. He's cracking. And like Saban's pissed off and rightfully so. So I like this. This is just straightforward 
heels being assholes. And now next week we'll get Hotch versus Saban, and I'm sure Saban will break Hotch's arm. <laughs> you you be a good hand, but not a good arm. Break his hands. Show him what break good his hands. hands. Break his hands. Break them good hands. Uh, <laughs> speaking of breaking things, Digital Media Championship, Rhino versus Crazy Steve. I don't have much to say. This is a short match, a fork for a belt, and Steve pins Rhino. Literally, I'm watching TNA with my friends because I want my friends to watch wrestling with me. Right before the finish, my friend was like, are you even watching this? I said, kind of, because I know what this match is hecking for. Rhino's going to get forked. And Crazy Steve is going to get the pin. And then the ye old bait and switch. Pocket. No, I'm sorry. Boot fork. <laughs> Belt to the head. And I laughed. I just laughed. This is, this is sports entertainment. <laughs> it's something. <laughs> Jake, something. <laughs> I mean, this was not a. I, mean, I knew what this was. I knew what this was. And I'm just glad. I will say I am glad. That crazy Steve didn't actually stab Rhino. Also, what a heel. You know people love tables and ladders and chairs. And when Rhino pulled out the tables, the crowd went crazy. And what did you do, Steve, in true heel fashion? Put the table away. Yes, clean up after yourself, but also, what a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Again, the match was inoffensive. I don't know if they'll run it back. I feel like they should because there was a belt shot. Maybe they'll do it on Mm -hmm. the countdown. I just, I don't know if Rhino needs to win the digital media championship right now. I agree. I feel like we're still building Crazy Steve in the digital media championship role, but I I don't want to see him just keep squashing people too. You know what I mean? Yep, yeah, I agree. Um, let's move along. PCO says Khan no surrender a bunch of times. You have anything to add? I don't have anything to add for the next two things. So <laughs> <laughs> no, let's talk about this. Is the best shit ever. Dina versus Joe Hendry. <laughs> Look on your face. Before, okay, Joe Hendry's on his way to the ring. AJ Francis appears and he starts rapping over a, Joe Hendry's theme. It was good. It was it was a good, it was solid, it was fine. Jeremy Lambert can still do it better. Says he comes from a long line of shooters. Out comes AJ Francis. Says now it's TNA J Francis. And then Joe Hendry's like, oh, so someone someone wouldn't be prepared, would they? Who would have a backup video now, would they? And he turns around and they do the zoom in and he's just like, play the video. AJ <laughs> <laughs> Styles theme. And- Bro, <laughs> I lost it. I lost it. Because even I know that I lost it. And you just go, you are, you are banned from diving. And then he talks about the, the video. <laughs> yeah, the... <laughs> Does the hands and everything. And then he t- talks about the video that, that Francis did on the boat. And he says, it's your three hot friends you hired and your best friend, Steve. And it's this random white dude with red hair. Steve got such a crazy pop, bro. Everyone started chanting, Steve, Steve, Steve. <laughs> that was just the dumbest, most amazing thing ever. I Listen. On collision, somebody said I was being very negative, so I'm trying not to be negative tonight. But I will say that I I'm so glad Joe Hendry had a response video. That's all I that's the most polite thing I could say. There is, I implore you to if you want to know how I feel, and you can go look this up as well, Joe Pearl. There is a clip of Iggy Azalea rapping on um Sway's uh 
X Sirius XM, whatever it is, and they take callers, and a caller calls in and says, "Get that off the air." So. <laughs> I implore you to look up that exact reaction. And that was me while the Joe Hedgy thing was still going and AJ Francis was still rapping. So, no, you're talking about the kids say he has Riz, I guess. I don't know. I'm tired. You know, <laughs> you, if you if you say it, sure. No, I, I, I'm the last guy to say it. Uh, Diener then attacks Henry from behind. The match never gets started. Francis comes in, chokeslams Henry, and then Rich Sloan comes out and he uh, takes out Cody Diener. And then he walks up to AJ Francis. Francis kind of cowers down and walks away. This might turn into a tag match. It might be uh, Swan and Hendry versus AJ Francis and Cody Diener. You know, I will say this because I like to give constructive criticism. I'm not just going to poop on something. I will give AJ Francis for running with the heel heat because everybody booing the they booing the boots off this man. <laughs> they booing the brakes off him. And he's leaning into it being a piece of crap. Like, I don't care that you like me. I'm going to be here. And I've got a lot of money. So kudos to you for turning poop into manure and fostering plants. I, I give it up to you. I give it up to you because the crowd and the impact locker room is not here for you. <laughs> so fight the good fight, my brother. Good God. I'm not wrong that the crowd, even when he was going up the ramp, was chanting Steve. <laughs> He's leaning into it. And not everyone can take that. Some people get real mad if you're booing them, especially if in their mind if they're a baby face. So I, again, I'm not, I'm not just I'm a professional crap talker. I'm not a hater for real. Like get, I'll give it up to him. I've seen people in bigger positions get booed and get mad that they're getting booed. And he's like, I <laughs> you're still reacting. It could be worse. You're not, you could not react. So yeah, they are reacting. That's what you're here for. Uh, that's what you want to do. Then you know what? Someone who talked about that with me was Steve Macklin about being a heel and working heel style. So go check out that interview that I dropped today with Steve Macklin over on YouTube.com slash Fightful. They show the uh, the footage of Macklin assaulting Nick Nemeth at WWC in Puerto Rico. Uh, that was a few weeks ago now, but it's good. Little interview. Jim Miller is backstage with Macklin and the, and the Rascals. And then he's like, why did I go to Puerto Rico? I want to show that my actions were... were my words were stronger than my actions or my actions were, I forget what the words were. <sighs> I think my words were louder. No, I think my, my actions were louder than my words. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Got you. Got you. Appreciate you. Yes. <laughs> and then he's like, and then he says, the one point, I went to show the world. And I was like, ah, oh, it's a Dolph Ziggler reference. That's good stuff. Uh, and then Speedball Mountain comes in and Trent Seven challenges Macklin to a match next week. Trent Seven's first singles bout in TNA. I'm, I'm calling next week Macklin's mustache mayhem. I like that. I'm I'm famous for trying to say people's what I think their wrestling full name is. So it could be your name could just be Steve Macklin, the wrestler. This man said Steven versus Trent. I like this mustache man. He has my attention. I mean, Dutch. All right, knock it off. <laughs> a mustache man. We are talking about Trent Seven, the man who is after number six, Trent Seven, not to be confused with EC three or number two. That's fair. What happened to EC one and two? What, where's EC? Where's the original EC3? EC. Who's EC? <laughs> you you want to know where the original EC3 is? He's in the NWA. I, I meant just EC, just the original EC. If he's the third, what happened to EC1, 2, and 3? And who's the second? Who's the original? Well, no, there's only one original EC3. He's not EC3 Jr. Well, you're not getting the joke, Joe Perlin. I don't want to play this game. Oh, EC1 anymore. and 2 was a Dean Ambrose joke back in WWE five years who's ago. Who's EC0? <laughs> it's like the Final Fantasy. What was the first one? The first one was the first one. Oh, my God. And Joel. seven was the one people liked the most. 
Zero was Chrono Trigger. How's that? <laughs> that was that was that was Don't that was a very nerdy good joke. Don't ever say I ain't paying attention. Killer Kelly and Danny Luna have a match. Danny Luna gets her first singles win in her TNA career. She's a strong woman. Danny Luna is doing a fireman's carry on Killer Kelly. That's some wild stuff. Finish is very simple. Masha Slamovich tries to get involved. Jody Threat stops her. Danny rolls up. Killer Kelly gets the victory. For some reason, the lights turned red for the celebration for Danny Luna, whose colors are not red. They're green. And then MK Ultra beat down the uh, the Luna and Threat tag team. And then DK show up and they run off MK Ultra. There we go. Simple, effective, telling stories. Spooky, scary. No, Danny Luna looked great. Also, I kind of like Danny Luna and Jody Threat together. I was worried they're gonna put all the redheads together, but this this works for me. This works for me. Hey, he's red and green. Listen, December TNA is gonna be wild with Luna and Threat gimmicks. All they need is a blonde, and they'll be the pop up girls. What's Giselle Shaw up to? No, that's awful. That's awful. <laughs> Gotta be a different blonde for this one. Oh, Ash, Ash by elegant. Oh, God damn, son of a bitch. <laughs> That one brain cell is working overtime tonight. <laughs> oh, I love that we did that. Oh my gosh. We instantly thought of it at the same time. You're like, mm, I would I would pay good money to see her be like, these girls are boogers. And they're like, we're gonna wrestle, girl. Not like that. Come on. And she's like, oh, I gotta wrestle with these monsters. That would be fantastic. Just the I'd live. Oh my God. Folks, we're going down the home stretch. Send your super chats. Get your humping chats in. Next week, Saban versus Jason Hotch. Macklin versus Trent Seven. Moose Myers and Edwards versus Shelly Kushida and, and Kevin Knight. And Ash by Elegance makes her debut, not as a Powerpuff Girl. Uh, no surrender card so far shaping up. PCO versus Khan. That's the main event, right? Obviously. Period. Jason, uh, Josh Alexander. What? Not Jason Alexander. That'd be an awful match. Josh Alexander takes on Simon Gotch. MK Ultra versus Decay for the Knockouts Tag Titles. Jordan Grace versus Giselle Shaw for the Knockouts Championship. Saban versus Ali for the X Division title. And Shelly versus Moose for the World Title. Good little card shaping up. It's going to be on the YouTube. It's going to be on the fight. Go check that out. Kushida versus Moose is your main event. Again, it's a highly inoffensive match. To me, this wasn't a match. This was more of Moose sending a message. He was, Kushida gave it all he got, but Moose was abusing that poor man. At one point, like, is there a goddamn bell? <laughs> like, it, it was, from the word go, it was really, it was Moose's match. So, yes, but Kushida does a really good job of getting those hope spots in. And when he does, all of his offense is triggered towards the arm, which is really like the arm and the shoulder. So like he's got his target and he knows what he's working. And that's what makes this match to me a little less of one guy beating up another guy, a smaller guy. Uh Like Kushida can overpower in his own way, but Moose is Moose's power. He's a champion. You know, he's going to win, but there's a moment they do the spear into the code red that gets you the great near fall towards the finish. And that's good. The double moonsault. And then it turns into a hoverboard lock from Kushida on moose. That's good stuff. Moose has to scramble to the ropes. That's good stuff. Yeah. Even the spot where moose has Kushida by the arms in the arm post and Kushida is able to reverse it back into moose's arm. Kushida has a very, has a unique way of getting out of really strong power spots and turning it into a submission. I'm not saying that Kushida was a slouch. Kushida was also selling like Moose was beating the out of him. 
But I will say that, again, from what I saw was Moose saying, I'm going to do this to you, Alex Shelley. And everything I'm doing to him, I'm definitely going to do to you and way worse, where he's going to know what this feels like so he can throw in the towel. And even commentary put that over to talk about the system. They know it's business. They know they get into your brain psychologically while time jacket gun friends. <laughs> they're all, they all know each other. They're all been wrestling and Kevin Knight may be the new guy, but that's Kushida's road dog back in New Japan. <clears throat> Pardon me. So you got to play to the psychological game. So that's what I took away from this match that Moose was really trying to send a message saying that Kushida's going to be the one to throw in the towel on you because he's going to see how much I beat you up and he knows how this feels. So you don't got to even try. And I think also too, Moose not taking Kushida seriously is, is part of Moose's gimmick because he don't take nobody seriously. But that's I think that's why, again, sports entertainment, I'm thinking that's why Kushida was able to get that stuff in. It wasn't until you got serious and kind of like cheated, you know what I mean, and then get the spear. Yeah, but yeah, no, Moose did good. I, th- I think this was a very good, uh, very good showing for Moose. So I like the idea that you brought up about Kushida being the one to potentially throw in the towel because he's had experience one-on-one with Moose, so he knows how offen- not offensive, how aggressive Moose can be in the ring. I like that. And again, this all plays into who's going to not turn, but who is going to be the one to throw in the towel. And that's why, again, like I get what they're trying to do with this match. I still think it's convoluted. Yeah. I, I, there's, there's a premise. Again, there is an idea. There is a premise here that you have, you have six guys, three on each side. And, and Lish of course is on there as well. They are basically controlling the fate of this championship match, which is, a very strange thing to do because none of them are directly involved with Moose or Shelly in the title picture mm-hmm. as of right now. So I don't know what they're going to do, but I still think it's a little, it's a little overdone. Again, I'm willing to let it play out on Friday. It could lead to a very interesting story. Someone turning, someone going a completely different direction or Shelly, you know, throwing in his own towel. I don't know. But uh, yeah, that's just kind of my thoughts on on what will happen or what could happen at the main event of No Surrender. I feel like I've only seen this maybe once or twice other times in wrestling, once in AEW, once in WWE. And it's a great way to further storylines within a group. If you want to break up the system afterwards, why did you throw in the towel for me? You should have just let me pass out. I can't believe you would do that. I had more in me. Like, bro, you were... The blood was literally squirting out of your brain. I had to stop the match. Oh, I have five more minutes. You you were going to die. Like, you want me to let you die in this ring? And that's the other problem is that you cannot immediately break up the system. You just set them up in January. Like they mm-hmm. were part of this TNA rebrand. Suddenly they were together because like you had Edwards and Myers starting to team, but as impact was kind of like going dark, there was nothing for like Moose was just kind of off to the side and being like, figure your shit out. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly they're all together as a United front at the show at, at hard to kill. So like you can't, you can't kill off the system so quickly. Yeah. And then it's like, when I think about Motor City Machine Guns or even Time Splitters or any any combination of these guys, including Kevin Knight, these are people 
well, let me not say including Kevin Knight, but these but those three men are like impact TNA loyal original faithfuls. There, Kashida will always be welcome. There's always an open door, and Kevin Knight every week improves and improves and shows his worth and shows that he's a contender for the X division, a contender for the tag division, hell, even a contender for the digital media heavyweight championship. So I could see it. But it also can be like, hey, we need to have some friction. We need to do something. And while it's more understanding on the time jacket machine guns friends sore bus, it's going to be less understanding on the system because it's just business. And if it's business, why? <laughs> to quote Andrade, my business is my business. So why are you in my business? Okay, how you know? Uh, okay, but let me ask you something. How you know? I know because I subscribe to Fightful Select, the best five. <laughs> So, Chris is working on her segues and she's doing a great job. A plus. Uh, she would be proud of me. <laughs> would be. I th- listen, this was a, you did it tonight and you did it really well. By the way, uh, once again, I, I remind everyone we do have a free tier, and that free tier on Bifle Select does include uh, any injury news, any uh, Vince McMahon news on the allegation front, lawsuits, stuff like that. Uh, and and the Scott Demore stuff has been. Uh, we've been doing a lot of reporting on the free tier as well. We published today a letter that Talent had sent on behalf uh, supporting Scott Demore uh, and wanting you know to basically contesting his firing. So go check that out. It's on the free tier over on FightfulSelect.com. Otherwise, best five bucks in the business, and you can get a lot of exclusive news and a lot of exclusive content. So go follow us over there. Uh, that is that's Impact. That's TNA Impact for February fifteenth. Next week we're back. We're going to talk about Impact on Thursday. We're going to come back the next night and talk about TNA No Surrender. We're going to have plenty to talk about because we always do. Crest the star. What you got going on? Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's always a pleasure when you guys hang out with myself and Joe Pearl over here on Fightful every Thursday where we talk about Impact Wrestling. Saturdays, you can also catch me here on Fightful with myself and Iridian and Rick. <clears throat> I'm dying. It's the end of the night. My voice box needs to be cranked up, so I got to hurry up. Um, we go over all things collision with you colliders. Next week, I'm going to try my hardest to be here for No Surrender, but your girl got a muggle job because these chickens ain't clucking. You can sometimes find me over on Twitch and TikTok at Cresta Star every Wednesday where we can watch wrestling together and play video games. If not, every Thursdays and Fridays here on Fightful. If that was a lot of information, Cresta the Star on X, Twitter, whatever the Utes is calling them. Follow me. as a link tree in my bio. Joe Pearl. Where can the children find you? Easy to find at Joel Pearl, J-O-E-L-P-E-R-L on all, P-E-A-R-L on all <laughs> socials. I, it's late for me too, let's face it. Because I do a morning show, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays over on our sister channel, Fightful Overbooked, called In the Weeds, 10 a.m. Eastern until noon. Tomorrow, because I screwed this up last time we were on the air. Well, no, it wasn't my fault. But Masha Slamovich joins us at 11 a.m. on Friday morning. If you're watching watching us now or if you're going to listen to us later go check out in the weeds because masha will be joining us she is the new jcw champion she's going to be going for those tna knockouts tag titles as well so we're going to talk to her about a whole lot of things and you bet we'll ask her about scott tomorrow because there there's a letter that went out <laughs> so uh, we'll be talking about that and plenty more so go check that out in the weeds monday wednesdays and fridays fightful overbook tons of content every single day till then ladies and gentlemen friends beyond the binary we'll see you in the next one cheers Bye.